my niggas post up, smoke up, champagne toast up, police really hate us, still can't fade us, number eight jaws, I'm flying in a cicada, no need to explain, we know what you niggas made up, still give Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of a Shoot Your Shot podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Diddy Escobar, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving. And to my left, I have my co-host. Hey, niggas. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. And another predator has gone down. So, okay. All right. And welcome to another episode of a Shoot Your Shot podcast. Um, so, yeah. So, we also have a special guest uh, special guest in here when she's not going to be on the episode but we do want to acknowledge anyone who comes and supports um so got Natalie here got Natalie here shout out to Natalie the Don Donna <laughs> the Don Donna <laughs> um alright so how was your weekend I ain't see you for much of it I saw you Sunday that's it so yeah I'll be going down no more did you go did you end up at Oktoberfest with, 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 with white with the white man mm-hmm how was that? It was cool. I met his friend, his friend's girlfriend, and that girlfriend's parents and sister and grandparents. Oh, Jesus. It meant a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, and the weekend before, he introduced me to three of his friends, too. Oh, so he so he like you like you. Because you know it. Could I not say the truth? <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't know that the truth wasn't allowed on this episode. Mm, he's taking me to Soto this week, tomorrow. Again, so he likes you. <laughs> and, and you're just like, eh. Yeah, but the guy I like, I told him I like him. So, points for me. Yeah. Yeah, points for you. But the scoreboard, you're still getting blown out. But it's okay. You know, you're almost. Oh my. You're still Yeah, you're still getting blown out. As far as, like, good things and trash things, you're probably, you're probably getting blown out still. Whatever. But... Uh, Wedding's back on, guys. We're good. The wedding, your ma- your magical, mythical wedding that I don't even believe you're ever going to go through. <laughs> you t- you said two episodes ago you just bought the ring. I okay. So you gonna get the ring and do you gonna do the race on them and on whatever man decides to give you the ring you gonna do the race on them. <laughs> no, I just like he'll be like you start planning. I'll be like no, it's cool. Like. We're happy. You ever going to start? No. One of these days, you're going to be a better person than who you are. Who says I'm a bad person? I Did I say bad? I said better. <laughs> I said better. My word choice was very deliberate. I said better. You're going to be a better person than who you are today. One of these days. Are you going to ring it up? For who? For you? I, ideally a marriage is a trade off is you give me a ring I'll give you a baby boom what <laughs> that's the trade off yeah that's not like one of them lopsided ass fantasy football trades that niggas offer but just it's like a hail mary <laughs> like hey bro give me your best running back and your best wide receiver and I'll give you a tight end <laughs> okay so I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let that Probably end up getting the baby before the ring, though, so. Niggas love to do shit out of order like that. <laughs> like, damn, I got her pregnant. Got her, might as well. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you guys. If I get pregnant, I would not be surprised. Just, I'm going to disappear until it's time for the baby shower because I'm going to need some gifts. 
So I'll show up right on time for that. My my baby shower gift to who to your baby shower is going to be alcohol for whoever the father is because he's going to need it. Well, that's crazy because he wants the baby more than I do. Still going to need it. <laughs> he's the, listen. He's drinking for two now. <laughs> he's going to need it. I, I was with Austin yesterday. He was like, "If you keep saying you're getting pregnant, like what happens when it's my birthday?" Like I was like, "Don't worry. Like I'll get some non-alcoholic wine. I'll still be at the function." <laughs> get, get the sparkling grape juice. Like, hey, Nick. <laughs> still here. Still functioning. Oh man, oh Stephanie. Um, my weekend. So my weekend. Again, it was a couple people's birthdays this weekend, and and for those who know me, you know, I'm a huge proponent of celebrating accomplishments. And in this day and age, getting a number year older, especially as an African American, is an accomplishment. So, so I'm I'm a huge fan of celebrating that. Um, and so Friday, Friday, I ain't do much. I don't think. Um, my homies, my young bulls, came in town. Um. You know, we, we kicked it. We celebrated their accomplishments, people getting new jobs, people getting promotions, people moving to different cities. So, so we again, we celebrated accomplishments where I'm from. And then Saturday, Saturday was a lot. Saturday was a – actually, Friday was a lot, too, because one of the young homies took took a couple too many shots, had to take care of them. And, like, for those who know me, and, vote, and if you're listening and you don't know who I am personally – couple things you should know about me one i hate throw up i hate it i hate the look of it the sound of it i hate you i hate all of it i can't go so for me to take care of someone that's throwing up that means i really fuck with you as a person um and i ain't gonna name names because i don't want his business out there like that you know we keep it in the family but if you listen then you nigga you know who you are and so like i'm not angry (laughs) like that's my nigga I take I took care of him. Make sure he was straight. Make sure he had headache pills in the morning. Make sure, you know. Make sure he had a blanket. Make sure all of that shit was taken care of. But I just don't like throw up. It's just it's just one of my things. But that's it as it is. But you know, Saturday came. Um, shout out to Merkai House. Mer- that am I pronouncing that right? Merkai House, but Merkai. Merkai. See, sometimes words are hard. Um, <laughs> shout out to Merkai House for their last pineapple party. Oh my gosh! Um, and you know they they had that all throughout the course of the summer, man. And it was a, it was a different vibe that the city needed, in my opinion. Um, so they had the last the one, the pineapple party, the pineapple day party. Um, shout out to them. You get to make it through. Uh, you usually work on Saturdays. I sure do. I hate my job. Pray for me, y'all. We gonna pray that you get. Saying about me, just keep going. <laughs> we gonna we gonna pray that you get another job. Um, but did that. Showed up, started drinking at three because that's how day parties work, you know. So celebrated a couple birthdays. So wait for me, I, I'm that friend who like if we're celebrating your birthday, I end up getting almost as fucked up as you because like I'm like shots, like let's do it around because it's your birthday. Um, and so we started drinking at three. I don't think I stopped drinking until midnight. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. My, 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 my liver's a real MVP. Um, and so, because... What did you do Saturday night? Lucia's Q's. So that, that after party for the pineapple party was that Lucia. You've been, you, you was, you was out here Oktoberfesting. No, that was Friday, thank you. It's a whole weekend thing. I don't to know what day you went. I only went on Friday. Go on dates on Fridays. Like, I'm supposed to know... 
I, I don't buy for you. I bother I don't bother you on the weekends anyway. I know you do. Um, but then so that party kind of transitioned into the last party. Uh, I would I wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for Richie's. Had to had to get some Richie's and. Perfect segue. For what? Richie's is tired of y'all taking pictures outside a restaurant. They told me to tell y'all to go home. They they told you to tell us. Go home and stop taking pictures out there. What if I get food? Can I take pictures? Y'all blocking the driveway for a damn picture. Move. Niggas want their potato wedges. It's a it's a landmark. It's a it's a landmark. But also, I ain't know I ain't know that was a big ass thing. Niggas was taking pictures in front of the Richies. I ain't know. This is news to me. <laughs> this is news to me. But but again, they check go to the Neon Museum. Take some pictures there. Get out the driveway before somebody run you over. <laughs> and Steph will be the one to run you over. No, I won't, cause I don't eat there. You did all of that, and you. Then how they tell you if you don't eat there? Stop lying to the people. Cause it's Instagram. If I gotta see one more picture in front of Richie's on the screen, and another thing while we here, stop saying double words. Just use one. It ain't gotta be play play. Niggas, niggas have abused working, that. Working, Niggas have abused that to the ground. Cause I mean, niggas have been saying double words for a while. And it's I just, get it. Niggas have been saying double words for a while. Um, I think I gotta credit Haha Davis for kind of bringing it back. Cause he's, cause I think he's the one that kind of made it viral. Yeah, when he was like the the jail jail, wasn't oh, it? Like, oh. Like, oh, you freaky freaky. <laughs> <laughs> like that that whole comedy style. But niggas are abusing it. Cause niggas used to be able to just say it as like a point. Of, emphasis or like you know like hey man you know steve steve nigga steve steve and and for some reason that second steve would be like it made you know which steve, steve. <laughs> for some reason or like or man this nigga tripping tripping like like it's now it was just, a point of emphasis now it's just y'all niggas sound stupid 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 <laughs> <laughs> big trash big trash trash all Me? of which not you oh niggas would just say it for whatever reason like y'all niggas are trash um, so that was Saturday. Okay, one more thing about Saturday night. For and for whoever listens to this, who is one of those people who live in over the Rhine, OTR, excuse me, that's how they call it now, who who moved there very recently, the gentrifiers as we know them. If y'all don't stop giving fucking noise complaints or whatever the fuck on Saturday nights, somebody gave a noise complaint. Yeah, that's how it got to shut down. Which party? Lucius Q's. It got shut down early. Yeah, because somebody. Okay. Y'all niggas move to the hood. See, never mind. I'm not even no, going to complain. No, it's go not going to get to the right audience. And that's what I've learned. I stopped doing that. If it ain't going to get to the audience I'm actually trying to talk about, which required me to log back on Facebook and cuss out the white people I went to high school with, it's really a waste of my time. Well, I'll do it for you because I, I feel like I need to yell and get this out. Niggas, love, niggas move downtown but didn't want to really live downtown. Like, certain shit comes with downtown. You got the nerve to buy a whole ass condo on top of a bar and then get mad about the noise. And then wonder why you got it at a discount. Fucking idiot. Um, and also, I think, I think some of it is, and this is something I've gained knowledge of, you know, kind of talking to the different people who throw parties in the city. Uh, if, if you black... There's a certain stigma that comes with black parties in Cincinnati, even if it's not that type of party. I feel like a majority, and especially because there's not really many clubs in downtown Cincinnati. Like, the Ivy got shut down. Jekyll got shut down. Jekyll is now Gallup Park. 
A oh, have it have it opened yet? It opened last week. DJ Polly ma- D was there. Made it a soft open. Okay, so made it a, like an opening, but like Ivy, like there's not really many clubs in Cincinnati, at least proper Cincinnati. Like, not if, like not like other cities. Right, not even the, like other cities of the same size. We're not, I'm not even trying to compare Cincinnati to the New York's, Chicago's. Like even Columbus has more like Columbus, going out yeah. options. And so, so a lot of times. You have to kind of find bars, lounges, or, you know, restaurants or other spaces that's not necessarily meant or built for that type of event. That requires extra negotiations. That require... Do you really need to be the same 10 people everywhere? What? At the function, it'd be the no, same I'm, 10 I'm, I'm, people. I was, asking what that, I was asking what that response, like which part of that. No, I'm just saying, like, do we really need another place to be the same 10 people I, that show I, up? I, I, here's my counter. I feel like if we had a place that actually, because this is what privilege was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I ain't going right? to that avenue. This is what privilege was supposed to be. Privilege was supposed to be that club atmosphere for that. For that the not, in between, not the college, but the, not the hood niggas, yes. but like the. Like the young professional club spot. That's what it's supposed to be. Problematic. But privilege also tricked off the dope one, tricked, tricked, tricked it off because they didn't have air conditioning for their entire first year. And didn't make the money. And also, I think one one thing, and Natalie uh, kind of, she mentioned this, um, the problem with catering a club to the young professional is we don't go out every weekend. Like, we, 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 we go out maybe two times a month. We alternate weeks. We we pick we pick and choose. So as a bar, as a business, as a as for a club, you can't depend on the crowd that only comes out every other week. And so that's why every So then why would I open a venue to crater to y'all? Here's the thing. Every every club it started with the mix, privilege, cameo, every club started off trying to cater to that young black professional and is the slow matriculation into the hood spot for every single every single club in Cincinnati. Because I remember when you couldn't get in the mix unless you had a collar shirt, some some fitted jeans, and some nice shoes. Ghetto crowd buy bottles. Ghetto crowd also pays cover. Ghetto crowd pays cover and buys bottles. Yo, and bro. they'll pay for parking, too. Them niggas love to pay for parking. And a section. And that. Too. Meanwhile, your professionals realize that nigga, this bottle of Hennessy that's $200 in the club is, is $35 at party floors. I can pregame, <laughs> go to the spot that don't have a cover. Drink, drink, go to the happy hour spot that got, and then be fucked up by the time I get to your spot and don't spend no money. And so I understand as a business, as a because I'm a, as a business, I get why there's not, but because the the party pros are trying to promote to a that that crowd that goes out every every week, they have to kind of work with the restaurants to do so, have to work with the bars and lounges to do so, and there's a there's a little bit of a barrier and, there, and there's a little bit of a stigma with a majority African American party. Where, you know, they see too many people having fun or they see one hint of an argument. I was like, oh, no. Mm-mm. And I think that's what happened. Honestly, I, and I love Lucius Q's as a food spot, but I think they kind of fabulous. It's fabric- not that good. Nigga. Anyway, I ain't going to argue with you, cause, but I disagree. Okay. But I feel like, because there was, there was like a quick argument, there was like a little bit of an argument. Which was random because DJ Bandcamp was playing damn near all R&B that night. And I'm like, how the fuck does R&B make you want to The play? one time he plays R&B, I do not come out. Then nigga was playing damn near a whole R&B set. Like, oh, fuck that nigga too. 
Cause he, <laughs> cause he didn't know that you that you weren't coming out, so he didn't hold, keep that in the tuck. He didn't text me and tell me. <laughs> okay, Steph. Y'all know how I feel about an R and B set. I love me an R and B set. I'd have came out the house for an R and B set. Should have advertised that. Or it could have been a surprise for people who actually fuck with him, regardless. Uh, I don't fuck with any of you niggas. Start there. And then you wonder why you even get a text. You just proved my point. You just proved my point. Thank you. Thank you for proving my point. Case closed. Now, bring him a death. Bring him the dancing lobsters. Look. But that's kind of what the issue was. But I just, I mean, and then Sunday, 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 Sunday. But my issue is like, don't come, don't come living downtown if you don't want experience downtown. Say your ass in they High don't. Park. Say your ass in Oakley. Say your ass up in the suburbs if you don't want to experience downtown. First of all, all them people gonna start having kids. Their kids are gonna get to grade school age, and guess where they gonna go? Right back to the suburbs. It's cyclical. Like they have not established, especially since nice gentrification has established enough of a neighborhood environment. It's been too many bars are getting approved for their liquor license and not enough schools or after school programs then people are going to be right back to the suburbs and all these places are going to be impoverished and empty because they refuse to rent or sell to millennials or impoverished black people so we'll see how that goes and and as you like to say and that's that on that and that's that on that all right so you, did you watch Insecure? I did, but it was one of them episodes where I watched it, and then I listened to a review podcast on it, and I still don't know what I watched. Well, so, for those... Okay, mind you, again, spoiler, but it's released on Friday. You should have watched this shit already. Um, <laughs> Issa went crazy. Issa, Issa, Issa turned into that crazy-ass woman that we all hear about. Because um, Nathan, Nathan hit, hit her with the ghost, hit her with the Casper. And she lost her all of her damn mind. Like, like the whole episode is, like, her talking to herself in her head, like, different thoughts. Her, like, her falling in the shower because she was checking to see if a nigga texted her. Like, pulling up at this nigga's house in, like, a robe, some pajamas, and some house shoes with her hair under. Are people really that crazy behind people that they like still? Like, trust me, I don't know how to navigate a crush, but... I... I've had people cuss me out, like, blatant, like, who the fuck do you think you are? I've, niggas, know, there's one, there's, I have a couple rules. Don't ever pop up on me. Because if you pop up on me, you announce, I could be at my house and you'll just be there knocking. Because I don't do, I don't do unannounced pop-ups. I damn near don't do unannounced FaceTime because that's damn near like popping up in a virtual sense. No, don't, mm mm only time you can do something, if you call me or text me unannounced, cool. But don't, I, I'm not trying to see your face unannounced because I feel like that's an invasion of my personal space and privacy. Um, But yes, I've, I've seen, I've seen it happen. I've seen chicks pull up to the Alpha house while I was in college, banging on the door like, I know you in there, nigga. Like, I've seen that shit. I've seen women egg my nigga's cars and like damage my nigga's cars. Over some bullshit. I've seen that happen. So this... <laughs> life imitates art. Art imitates life. Like, I've seen this shit happen. This is not like a... This is not easy to kind of make some shit off, off... Making some shit up off the top of her head. This is real. Um, And so... The episode was about that. Um, Lawrence, Lawrence decided to go back to church. Try it out. Um, and he found him... Who we, who we would refer to as Church Bay. Um... She was a little cutie. He need to leave with Issa alone to get with Church Bay. Church Bay got. I him. don't think he wants Issa though. 
Um, we'll we'll touch on that, and then Molly again can't get out of her own way for a lot of it. I mean, she she did something. She killed the presentation, but she did it after like kind of going behind what's the dude's name, Trevor or whatever the dude's name is, and kind of like pushing to present it without him because he had got postponed, and then gave a chance with uh, the Asian dude, and completely just like fucked it all up because she can't take a joke like and i guess to i don't know, I don't know why they keep doing these eight episode seasons because it's like nigga we it started to get in this groove it's like nigga the season finale and how the fuck are you going to tie all of these ends together in 30 minutes my nigga um and then this this episode ended with lawrence and Issa having like coffee and having like a real like lighthearted fun conversation, and I think Ethan wanted to give people Ethan the creator wanted to give people the 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 cliffhanger like they're starting to like get back into that pattern of like like maybe falling for each other because that's how a lot of the people I saw took it. Um, but my kind of thoughts on the show is, look, I know everything doesn't have a scoreboard, but if it does. Lawrence up like fifty. Is he? <laughs> yes. Even with even with even with the chlamydia, he's still up fifty. That's how Are bad you Issa, sure? That's how bad Ethan is fumbling the bag right now. She's he's mm. still up fifty. Even with the chlamydia, still up fifty. Okay. Like it it may like this is this, why y'all niggas don't need Lawrence. Listen, I just want Issa to stop getting in her own way. She is a professional bag fumbler. Mm-hmm. Like with with every good opportunity, she and she even says like she gets into her own head and she tells herself that she's not worthy of the things that she's trying to receive. She's mm-hmm. a professional bag fumbler, and that's why Lawrence is up fifty. Not because Lawrence is out here, you know, you know, breaking records, but because Issa is constantly shooting herself in the foot with every good thing that comes into her life. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Molly. Molly. Molly had a connection. With an Asian guy, but then she told a joke. He he fired back with one, and she caught feelings. That's how honestly, this is a perfect microcosm of how women roast men. <laughs> women will call you, women will roast you in every which way, but you throw one joke back, and now all of a sudden you gotta apologize. I just tell that nigga he not funny and keep him moving. I, was, <laughs> I mean, at least you tell him that. Woman will go like, yo, big headed ass. Woman, woman, I mean, I'm a. You're what? Nothing. <laughs> Redacted. Mm-hmm. Um, but like women, women jokes are just insults with LOL on the end. I was gonna say you just gotta tell him his dick small. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sober. So we so just go. You just go straight there. Like. <laughs> all right, but yeah. So um, not to, to kind of wrap up on it. I wish Issa. I wish it got. Can, it, can we at least get ten episodes? Because I feel like if we got ten episodes, it allows certain storylines to breathe a little longer. That way, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it's rushed. Because everything this season feels like it's rushed. We rush Daniel in and out the picture. He'll be back next week. Grand opening, grand closing. That nigga. Not really. It's Issa. All what is what do we got? Three niggas. Yeah. They'll all be there next week. At the block party. They'll be at her block party. She's not having the block party next episode, is she? She's, yeah, she's doing something next episode. It's her birthday. Like, she's doing something. They'll all beat her. But, but, um, 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't dislike the show, but I'm at this point where I'm like, oh, more. Like, something else. Yeah. Like something. Like. I'm it, tired of seeing her be tragic. Because, again, she she losing by 50, bro. Like, she losing by 50. No, I don't know. I guess I'm just something else. Um, and I think either longer, longer episodes or a longer season, one of the two. But I do wanted to talk to you about, we talked about ghosting on here a little bit. And this, that was the main comment, kind of takeaway after the episode mm-hmm. was like ghosting and how and how trash it is and this, that, and third. Me and you have admitted to ghosting on this podcast, I'm pretty sure. I'm about to ghost three niggas in my personal life. <laughs> so my, I guess my question to you coming off of that is, is why? Why do you, why do you ghost? And do you feel like that's okay? And I'm, this is no judgment for me because you know me. I used to think it was wrong, but why do we owe people an explanation? And is there really closure if there was never something in the beginning? So, I mean, if you have two people, right, and nobody's really, like, showcasing feelings because we know how I date. Like, there's there really shouldn't be anything wrong with just me. Like, oh, this is over. So And so, for me, I generally, well, first and foremost, I generally ghost as kind of a, it's a defense mechanism in one way, shape, or form another. I ghost because if I feel like you're not fucking with me or in, in any way, like if you're not fucking with me the way I'm fucking with you or you're not, I'll remove myself. I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm good. I'm straight. Like part of it is because I feel like I make me personally. And also most men, we have a hard time of telling when women actually like us or don't like, we have a hard time figuring out when women like us or when they don't like. Did us. you ask her? See, that whole thing, like, do you, do you, where's me saying, do you like me? Sounds real cringeworthy to me. I'm so sorry. listen, so, okay, hello, hello, <laughs> we're friends, right? So last week I went to my therapist and I was telling her, I was like, you know, I'm going, we've been talking a lot about feelings in therapy because, you know, therapy, but we've been right. particularly talking about feelings as they pertain to men. And I was telling her, I was like, I've dated like a couple of guys, but usually I, like I said on here before, like I kind of manipulate the situation where I let them lead and I just, however I'm feeling, I base it off of what they say and then I just navigate it from there. Right. So if you tell me you like me, I'll continue to like stick around. But if you, like, don't really, if you're like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship, depending on where I am mentally, like, either I stick around and just take it for what it is and navigate it, or I just ghost you because I'm like, oh, you don't like me. And then she goes, okay, so you have great friends. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, no, because I like one, and then, like, I kind of, you know, just keep the other ones around, but, like, it's fine. She was like, so you have four great friends. Like, you're just dating four great friends right now. And I was like... Okay, well, no, because I like she said, okay, but th- does he know you like him? And I was like, <laughs> you got me there. And I was like, huh. So she was like, well, until you decide to intentionally date somebody, you're going to continue to be in this situation because you're allowing what people either say or don't say to lead exactly what the relationship is, and you navigate it from there. You can't rely on somebody being the one to take the lead. You have to stand in your own feelings. So, I mean, yeah, sure, ghosting is easy, but if you're saying, like, oh, you can't tell if a girl likes you, like, how are you going to know until you ask them? It's because you don't want to hear no. Nigga, yes, I, I could have told you that. Listen. It's not, what I'm saying is at some point that's going to not be healthy, but you have to make, it's not so much the hearing no part as is as much as you have to make for that decision for yourself whether or not you're intentionally dating. No, for me, no, okay. So, part of a reason I don't like hearing no. I mean, first and foremost, I'm an only child. 
So like I want what I want when I want it, how I want it, and like if I can't get I know it, how that works. but I know that's not how it works. I've I've accepted that's not how it works, but for me, like as a guy, as a man. I feel like we're conditioned to accept rejection a little bit more. No, y'all not. Y'all suck at taking rejection. What? Now niggas, it, niggas will take rejection and keep ticking. No, you no. don't. No, 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 no. no, no. All right, come here. Nally just been sitting in her phone quiet, minding her business. You say that, and she said, hello, I'm here. I'm present, and she is. Because men are terrible at taking rejection. Okay. So, so. Terrible. Absolutely. Terrible. All right, so here's, here's what I'm saying, right? And here's why I say what I say. Because I always have actual reasons, but I don't just say shit. So, when it comes to, like, the art of pursuing a relationship or pursuing a partner, pursuing anything romantic, right? It's expected for if so, if I if I ask you out on a date and you say no or I, I get curved or whatever the case may be, or even if I go on a, like a breakup or whatever the case may be, get your, get your ass up off the floor, go about, go back out there, find some find find somebody new, find somebody better. There's plenty of women that have told me this. That's told me they have tried, they have attempted one shot, right? One may have tried one time, got curved, and it's like, I'm never doing this again. That's why I say, that's what I say, what I say. Can I give one example? Yeah, right. I'm trying to move, move this mic here for you. So, we know that is absolutely, um, I'm a, I'm, that blanket statement is incorrect. That probably works for you, for, but I'm going to say for a lot of men, it's that old, um, situation where you would be on the street like, hey, shorty, hey, hey, hey. And then if she don't mess with him, what'd he say? Oh, uh, fuck, fuck you, you damn bitch. Fuck you, bitch. And it's like, that has been the the very language that us women had to deal with because men hate rejection. And, and they've never has, been taught how to deal with it either. Right. And the very fact that you said that you had to pick yourself off the floor let me know that you suffered some type of way. You suffered some type of embarrassment. You suffered some type of something where you felt like you were at a level to be on the floor. Correct? And you can't say you really know how to handle rejection if you won't even put yourself in the space to have it. There's a difference. And so I'm so we back. We back. We back. There's a difference. So. Now, what my version now, correct me if this is not. So handling rejection doesn't mean you can't be upset that you got rejected, correct? Like, and, and, and there's a difference between how I, I take it. I'm like, I'm not the one I like, oh, fuck you, bitch. I know where niggas are. I'm not saying, I, I know that that happens. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I'm not the one to say, oh, fuck you, bitch. I internalize it more than I externalize it. But, so you're allowed, I think you're allowed to be, negative like hurt you know what i'm saying after any rejection i think you're allowed to feel things you're not allowed to feel that i think that's why i say pick myself up on the floor is like not letting my not letting that incident then okay stop me from ever trying again type of deal now as far as maneuvering myself in a way i'm i'm maneuvering myself in a way because how the city is because the city is small enough where if the right or in this case a wrong woman has a negative has a negative opinion on you um it can it can spread like wildfire um and so that's what i mean by saying like maneuver myself in a certain way is because like i've seen 
my homies like one girl will curve him or one girl will not think that will think that she's not his type and then will spread a rumor like oh he only likes white girls or oh you, you you try to f- that nigga was in my dms last week or just simple-minded shit where it's like now your name is slandered for a certain amount of time and that's why i say i move a certain way not because it's necessarily I think I think about my brand and a lot, and I, and that may sound corny as uh, that may sound corny as like, but like your reputation and and how brand pe- or reputation it's both. So so your reputation is part of your brand. So if niggas so think about it, like if you if you out here fucking everything that walks, that's part of your brand and it's part of your reputation. I want to meet somebody who doesn't have a brand anymore. Where are you people? I want to hang out with you guys. Everybody has a brand. I don't have a brand. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You're and, 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 and the thing is. The fucked up part about it is that you don't have full control of what your brand is. I don't have a brand. I'm not a brand. Everyone has a brand. I don't have a you brand. You may not actively try to make a brand, but you have a brand. I don't have you a have brand. A, you have ways that people know you as. So they know me. And that's part. That's your brand. No, I don't have a brand. It's her reputation. I don't have a brand. There's no. I, you know me. You don't know my... I don't have a brand. I think you're... No, no, I'm being very critical about this word because I feel like too many people think that they have some, like, brand is something you're selling. I'm not selling myself. I You either know me or you don't. I don't have a brand. I'm not selling me. I, you either know me or you don't. And I think that's where, that's where we, just, I'm not saying, you could think how you think. I'm not just, but I think we're always selling ourselves. I'm not. As, what we're, we're, as far as, like, every conversation we have, like, you're, you're like you're trying to not maybe selling yourself for like monetary benefit or, or you know tangible benefits but you're selling yourself as far as like okay here's here's why you should take the time out to to listen to me about x y and z or here's why that like but the crazy thing is most people do think that like the so many people in social media has warped people to think that they are selling themselves. It's not sharing bits of and bobs of your life. It's literally selling yourself. It's I'm selling you my skincare routine. Bitch, nobody asked you for your skincare routine. I'm selling you what I my relationship is like. I'm selling you how to navigate my friendships. I'm selling to you how I how I am in my work environment. Why does everyone think that they need to sell themselves? How about you just share you? It's you. And so... You don't have to sell people yourself. You just have to be yourself. But you also have to... I don't. But keep going. <laughs> okay. I was like... <laughs> I just want to drive this home for people that I totally disagree with this. You Listen, if you did disagree with me, would it be a podcast? No. No, no, no. This isn't about disagree. I want people as in whoever's listening... To know that who I am as an individual is not something to be sold to you. You either know me or you don't. And so when I say sell, I'm not talking about like or like just trying to get something tangible benefit benefit from it. It's more so it's like every conversation, you, you call it sharing, or it's like I'm just sharing bits of, like I'm I'm here trying to like bits and bulbs. <laughs> but it's more so it's like I am selling who I am to everyone around me, not to try to necessarily gain anything from it, but to, to, but as to someone like, here's why you should, here's why you should listen to me. Here's why I feel like my opinion is valid. Now, the difference is you can feel like it's not valid and that's not going to affect me, 
But I'm still trying to say, like, this is what I'm saying matters. Why I'm saying it matters. This type of thing. What I'm saying doesn't matter. You either agree with it or you don't. All right. How the fuck do we get here? Because we, we were talking, we did, but okay. We were talking about ghost singing. Maybe we just transformed to this topic. Because we were talking about you standing in your feelings. Natalie and I said we're going to start standing in our feelings. So maybe for now on, okay, instead of ghosting people, for you, you should just be like, hey, do you like me? If I can do it, everyone can do it. And I did it. <laughs> Especially if you like that person. Yeah. And I think, and so I think for me, another thing is. I'll give y'all my therapist number. She she the one who got me here. Uh, shit. Niggas need that. Like, in general, niggas need to go to therapy. Um, but I think for me, it's also, it's like, it's trying to fit, it's, I often, sometimes I, re, I, I don't ghost, but sometimes I, I reserve myself because I need time to myself to think about how I feel towards you or well, whoever. That's different. And so, and so, and so sometimes it's like, okay, we'd be kicking it for a minute, but I don't want to be blinded by the fact that you're always around. And because, because if you're always around, then I can get blinded. I can get rose colored glasses. I can get tunnel vision. So for me, sometimes I try to take a step back. Okay. Not like ghost, but it's like, all right, take a step back analyze like how do you feel about this person and that takes and that takes right now it takes a little bit more time than i i like because i feel like i don't want to ever lead somebody on i don't want to string do you people tell on. people like hey if i'm being distant i'm just trying to navigate my thoughts my feelings right now i've, I've told people that i've told people that before the fact and after the fact um consistently i say like six times out of ten yeah I'm, not, I'm gonna be honest with myself. I don't do it every time. I, I don't, if I did, would I be in this position right now? No. <laughs> but I, I actively work on communication. I actively work on communicating a lot of times, and oftentimes, and this is one of those things that sound cliche, but I, I go through it. I get so focused and I get so busy on the things I got to do and the things I feel I feel like I need to do in order to advance myself professionally and personally, that sometimes other people. And in community, just are on the totem pole. I'd be, I'd, I'd be forgetting. Like I legitimately forget to like communicate with people sometimes because there's times where no one will hear from me. I like, feel you. Like my mom has to call me. Like, are you, are you okay? Like you, I haven't heard from you in a week. I'm like, I'm good, mom. I'm sorry. I ain't mean to like, but it just because I get so inoculated in my bubble of like, okay, I need to do X, Y, and Z. I need to get this. I need to get that. That. I forget to communicate to the outside world. And then when I realize, like, oh, shit, I've, I've been in a cocoon for the past week. Hey, here's what happened. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to, like, I don't want you to take this offense, but here's why this happened. That's how I try to do things. Does it work all the time? Fuck no, of course not, but I try. When it doesn't work and somebody called you out on it, do you go back and apologize? Listen, I've, I've, I have no issues apologizing for when I'm wrong. I used to, but I used to not think I was wrong a lot either. But I have no issues apologizing for when I'm wrong. I, you know what that's called? Growth. growth. Um, Shout I'm, out to Kelly. <laughs> hey, stop. Hey, stop giving us episodes without Kelly. All right? <laughs> stop. I, and I, it, it, I know Insecure creators probably aren't listening to this, but if you are, give us more Kelly. Damn it. We need a storyline. You know she's her. one of the main writers. I know. Get Write yourself in so a story. she don't write herself in a story. Write yourself in a story more, girl. <laughs> 
Really? No, she did. She she started out as, as a big character, uh-huh. and then she kind of a, then they advanced her. Yeah, yeah, grow into like one of the side main characters, like an ensemble piece. But um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. As, but as far as ghosting, I think closure is a myth, and I think the more we understand Ooh, that, thank you. The more we understand that closure, that fairy tale, last like the the, the like the episode and the season two of Insecure, where they were in the MPS apartment, like talking and stuff. That's a myth. Like, and I feel like the thing with closure is like people want to have that last conversation to determine whether or not like is there still a possibility. Like you make that decision for yourself. If you, as the person, as when the relationship ends, wants to double back to that person. You be that person to go back and you say that to him. Like, you initiated. Don't wait for the other person to come to you. Because that's also, enough. you just sitting there waiting for somebody to come back. But also, mm. know, the, know the difference between missing them and missing the experiences you had with them. A lot of times, and I've had to catch myself, I miss the experiences I've had with them. I, I miss, like, how I felt with them. But I didn't miss them. They were toxic. But the experiences we had were great. Like, whether it's romantic, sexual, whatever the case may be, the experiences I had with the person were great. The good times always, we romanticize the past. The good times always stick out more of a time that you cussed her out for because she, cause she flaked on you last minute after you made all his plans for her over, over time that you cussed, her, you, you cussed him out because he did X, Y, and Z to you. We, don't, we, we tend to forget that until we go back for the sequel and realize, oh, this is why we did this in the first place. So... And that's why I think we rush into a lot of things. We don't think about a lot of shit. And and in the depth that we need to think about it. Like, do you miss this person or do you miss how you felt when you were with them? And in in, in that case, Issa said, like... How did we get here? Because it's a long wind of road and niggas, niggas had things they needed to get off their chest, I guess. But Issa said, like, he made... She, the reason why she missed Nathan so much was he made me feel like I wasn't a fuck up and I don't know if I'm going to feel like that again. That was her motivation for doing all the crazy shit that she did. And I think a lot of people miss how that person, whoever it may be, made them feel. But don't realize that the person who made you feel that way can also be a toxic person that you don't need in your life. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. Any more topics? Because we talked on this a lot. <laughs> I don't know, but you clearly have some things to get off your chest, so I was just trying to let you. You trying to let me? You trying to let me go? Yeah, you clearly have some things to get off your chest. <laughs> I synced it. You synced it. All right. So, do you want to talk about your the f- f- friends dating your ex topic next, or do you want to talk about the updated cuffing season calendar? I don't have anything to add to the updating coming season calendar. So, just, so how about we do the friends part? Because I've been talking a lot. And so how about we do that part and then we double back? Oh, well, if you keep up with mess like I do, there was um, Winter Blanco, a dream doll, a little Uzi Avert, and Justin Cones were in like a little quarrel. A, lo- a, love, a love square? A love squirrel. A love squirrel? Um, which wasn't apparently wasn't real. I don't know. Apparently, niggas be making shit up. Winter heard that Dream and Justin hooked up, and Justin was Winter's only true love. And then, so then Winter went back and posted the DMs from Uzi. Ah, because she a messy bitch. No, saying (laughs) how I would have never done that to you, and but then Winter or Justin and Dream both said that it never happened. Go figure. But then it made me think, like, would you be offended if your ex got with 
anyone that you used to date? My ex got with anyone I used to date or my friend got with my ex? If your friend got with your ex. Okay. Well, all right. So I was thinking about this. So it depends on the level of which I've cared about. I cared about her. There are certain people that are in my life that everyone knows are off limits. Not because I want them again, but it's more so it's like we the level of feelings I have for that person is something that like was extreme was extreme for me. It was like on the higher end. And so out of respect, they just kinda let they don't even Shorty could look like a ten, and they won't they won't fuck with it because of the level of respect for me. But also, so it's a two term, it's a two pronged thing. It's the level of not love, but a level of care I had for the ex, and also the level of friend and how close they are to me. Like I can't get mad if a nigga I dap up in the club takes an ex. He he brought me may not even know you know what I mean that that was an ex. Like you can't you know you can't necessarily get mad at that, but a nigga that knows that the person that was there on there with you when you was going through the shit, if they turn around and do it, it's a different story. Um but there's also there's also rules and there's certain people that are for the culture and certain people that aren't. Um so there are certain people, you know, we call them com- what community dead, community pussy, like certain people that are for the culture, I call it. That you can't get mad. Like they like everyone knows okay, that's that's how that person is. Like, you you know, stop trying to claim that person. That person doesn't want to be claimed. And there's certain people that, like, you, like, have a little bit more of a of a, of a bond with. Um, And where there's, I guess, there's another level where it's like, okay, don't do it. Okay, she's she or he is for everybody. And then there's a third level in the middle. It's like, I got to talk to you. Like, there's that, there's that level. It's like, all right, I fuck with her, but I got to talk to you first. And see if and see if you're cool with it. So there's so that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, there's three different levels. Certain certain women and certain men, I would assume, just off limits off a of rip because you know how close they were to you. And there's certain people that are for the culture and for everybody, and you can't get mad if someone who's for everybody decides to continue to be for everybody. And then there's a middle ground of like me and you got to have a real life conversation and and figure it out from there. What about you? I ain't never really had an ex, so uh. <laughs> And then I've known girls that have dated, people I've dated. I've befriended a girl because we bonded over him cheating. Y'all love doing that. Y'all love doing that. It was, be- first of all, <laughs> Y'all love don't you th- shouldn't you be friends with somebody who was willing to roll up and fight him with you? I didn't say this bad or good. I just said y'all love doing it. I, I ain't throwing judgment. Love. It was only one time. I never do that shit again. Y'all can have each other. But me in a past lifetime. We bonded. I mean, niggas niggas I can't even be mad at cuz niggas bond over women too. Yeah, y'all bond over being hurt. Um I'm gonna let that slide. <laughs> I'm like, no, trying to sneak that in there. And I can't speak on the people who I've dated and then they know each other. That's not for me to speak on, but y'all be Eskimo brothers out here. Eskimo brothers, Eskimo sisters, sister wives, brother husbands. Yeah, it's and it's it's one of the things where it's like, especially and mind you, I came I came from two very small dating pools for African Americans. I went to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. So anyone who knows where that is, that's the exact opposite of HBCU. They put the W and PWI. You hear me? So 
only a certain amount of black people, very, very small. People got passed around all the time. I say people because it's not gender specific. Niggas got passed around. Women got passed around. Everybody was passing everybody around. It was real. It was a real wild, crazy time. I just hope everyone used condoms. Um, now you know. Now I know. <laughs> I can hope. You know, <laughs> I can hope. But um, and then coming to Cincinnati, it's also it's a relatively small dating pool as far as like again that young black professional. There's mad black people in the city, but that young black professional dating crowd is a lot smaller. So you'll see people kind of go from one to the other and you'll know both parties and you're like, oh, all right. Ain't none of my business, but I, I peep. And, and the funny thing, and this is where niggas try to be low and then like, a nigga like me knows where you're trying to be low at and it's like, you're not low. Like, there are certain places that you can't be low at. Like, niggas try to be low, niggas try to be low at Tina's. Like, Stop. Stop. When I walk when I walk in and y'all in that back y'all in that back part just by yourselves y'all ain't slick. Stop it. Stop. Who takes a date to Tina? I've seen it happen. I've seen or niggas, niggas will do the whole like, hey, you enter in from one side, I enter in from the other side. Move. Stop it. Or niggas try to be little quizzy radio in that back in that back part. We know what back part is. Nigga, you go in, turn to your right. Turn to your right. Oh, yep. where they sell their t-shirts. It's hard to be low there. Stop it. We we know, <laughs> like, and then the funniest thing is is when you meet you run into somebody else trying to be low, at a, at a spot that neither one of y'all should be at. Like if you live downtown, you see this nigga out in like fucking Westchester, and you're just looking at each other like, all right, I see I, I see you. That's happened to me a couple times. It's like, why are you here? <laughs> like I picked this place for a reason <laughs> to not be to not be seen, and niggas must pull up like. And, and and then everyone looks at each other like, okay, all right, but no, 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 stop. <laughs> See, playing on your phone with <laughs> that damn phone. <laughs> I'm gonna start talking like your mama. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how you search. Oh, figured it out. I was trying to figure out how you search people on on Periscope. All right, um, but yeah, so that's how I feel about friends dating exes and. Again, when in doubt, at least ask. If you if you cool enough to the person to know who their exes are, at least like give a heads up. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't have me finding out because I'm seeing y'all all booed up in public. Booed up. <laughs> Trip is a better song than booed up, by the way. LMA's Both tri- of them songs sound like a girl who don't know how to let a situation that's not good for her go. But they bops. And, n- and niggas love a good situation to bop. That's how I know them songs ain't no good. Niggas love them. See, see, don't be like that. Niggas, niggas can love good R and B too. That's not a good R and B. It is. Sure, they can say. Mm-hmm. Are you setting yourself up for? I, we don't talk. Um, are you setting yourself up for a? Never mind. That would be a stupid question. I know what I'm doing. I. Okay. All right. I was getting. I was trying to prepare myself to answer. And all right. Whatever. All right. So the updated cuffing season calendar. So we are recording this on the end of September. This will be released at the end of September. Whoa. Damn staff. <laughs> Focus. No, I text my sister. Called me and I said I'll call you. I text her. I'll call you back. Siri just left me a note saying call Saida back. Apple the feds. Yeah, that's why I said whoa. Listen, how you think how you think you're able to say hey Siri and Siri automatically answers? That means they've been listening the entire time. <laughs> yeah. 
Same thing with Alexa. Hey, Alexa. What's up? Be like, I know I told her I would call her back, but I needed to make a reminder to call your sister back. Like, that's creepy. Yes. These tech giants got all the info. If they ever wanted to ruin the world, they could. No, they are. Not could. They are currently. They know what they're doing. Moral of the story. We've already lost the war. (laughs) We've already lost. We're getting blown out like Issa is and insecure. We lost. Um, but back to what I was saying. Updated cuffing season calendar. So right now we are in the end of September. Uh, we are what what is considered to be the training camp portion of cuffing season. <laughs> so training camp is pretty much where you're not, you're not. No one's really committed. Niggas are just realizing it's cold and starting to feel some type of way. And, and, and this is where those unhealthy relationships start to form. It's sixty degrees one time. And niggas start niggas start asking for cuddle buddies. Just get a better just get a better coat, fam. <laughs> get, get a better coat or get some more money to pay that pay that electric bill. Do one or the other. But we are in the training camp session. Training camp ends Halloween weekend. So you have so That's you a long training camp now. Yeah, I mean for cuffing season. Yeah. So, because the training camp, you try to you try to figure out which. Yeah, I'm not trying to get invited to, to Thanksgiving dinner. But here's the thing, training camp is where you're actively dating multiple people to try to figure out which one you you have the most compatibility with. At the end of training camp, cuts happen, and that's why it happens Halloween weekend because you can't wear cute Halloween costumes. Everybody you can only wear that 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 partner costume where one motherfucker dresses as Bugs Money, the other other one dresses up as Lola or the or or you know, one dresses up as Fred, the other dresses up as what's up, what's girl's name? Daphne, Wilma. Wilma, one Wilma, or you know, all those type of things. All those little cute couple part, partner costumes happens at Halloween. So by Halloween, you got to figure some shit out. Do you? Ideally. What if Ho is life? <laughs> well, if Ho is life, then you continue to then you continue to Ho, and you are on a different timeline than everyone else. Mm-hmm. So so. Steph, I, but then again, Steph, you you love you a fake relationship at the end, <laughs> where it's like only niggas who only niggas with trained eyes know that you in a fake relationship, but niggas who know know, and that's all I'm gonna say on that because I ain't gonna get you jammed up anymore. But just know, if you know, you know. Any and just 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 nod and just nod your head because because anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of public opinion. I told you all the wife is back on. For the for a week, and I'm not paying no attention to you. I ain't gonna believe you get a wedding until I'm actually there. Well, I don't be surprised when I'm pregnant in March. I ain't gonna believe I ain't gonna believe that until you post a picture with a baby, like out, like like holding the baby, like <laughs> by the feet. <laughs> like here is here is said baby. Like I ain't gonna believe it. But um, yeah, cuffing season happens. So the training camp ends Halloween weekend. That's when. Ideally, all cuts have been made because, again, you got to get to Thanksgiving, and you got to allow this a, a solid two month, a solid month, you know, to try to see if that if spending all the time with one person if they're, if they're getting to Thanksgiving. Now, for me, I don't believe in in, in taking cuffing season people to Thanksgiving because I don't like niggas meeting my family. Because if you meet my mama, it's real, and I don't want my mama asking about nobody that I don't fuck with no more. So I need to know that I really fuck with you. But everyone doesn't operate the way I operate. So, so then the all-star break. So this is where like the halfway point is Christmas. It's, like, it's kind of Christmas that, that whole time. Cause it's like, do I get him a gift? Do I get her a gift? Like what type of gift? This, that, and the third, all this other complicated shit that you do with actually 
give a fuck about people. Now, Stephanie, she ain't going to get niggas no gifts ever. So Excuse me. I bought the guy I was dating last winter a, a Christmas gift. And it was mighty expensive. I just had to make sure you still was with us. <laughs> you know, I just got to talk. I just got to talk shit every now so and then. So rude. Got to talk shit every now and then, but make sure you still here. Um, so, all-star break and or, like, the final trade deadline is, like, right before Christmas because... If you if you don't see if you don't see it making the Valentine's Day, just cut them off at Christmas. Live live your best whole life through the holidays. Valentine's Day is the Super Bowl, so that's like the that's like the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl, the World Series, whatever the case may be. That's like where if you made it here, congratulations, clap it up for you. Um, and then after that, it's so until so from after Valentine's Day. Until the first day it's over 75 degrees for two days in a row is what we call the renegotiation period. <laughs> Where you got to figure out, are we extending this contract or am I going back to hoeing? <laughs> and some people choose to extend. Some people choose to hoe. I am not the judge. You live your best life as long as you're doing it safely. And, and then once we get to after the first time it hit 75 degrees two days in a row, now this changes based off of where you are in weather-wise. Now Cincinnati, you can hit two days. De- Two to seventy-five degrees just gave in February, and then be cold off throughout March because Cincinnati says "fuck you" to whatever weather report it is out there. But you know, adjust that to your own weather climate. If you're in Florida, it's always eighty-five degrees, so you figure that out. And then once we get past that point, the official start of host season is Memorial Day. So from from seventy-five degrees to Memorial Day. You gotta you gotta really figure out are you committed to this whole life? Are you gonna are you gonna be in be in be in the summer cuffing season, summer league, or are you just doing whatever the fuck? So that's where the calendar is. You right? I got a date tomorrow. <laughs> you sound so disappointed. I've never you you sound so disappointed. You just gonna flake just flake on the nigga. Just, no. He's not gonna hear to hear about until Friday anyway, <laughs> after you already flaked on him. No, he's not gonna listen to this. So, because I never had, I never heard somebody sound so disappointed that they had a date tomorrow. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go get a free meal. Shit, <laughs> fuck me, I gotta. He gonna buy me drinks. This is the nerve of this nigga. God damn it, uh-huh. trash. But um, I know you. Anything else you wanted to add? Probably not, because you don't believe in cuffing season. But I do, because it's funny. You do? Do you believe in cuffing season? I thought we have a. Sc- I don't believe in cuffing season. Either I, I don't believe it on those. But the wedding is back on. Again, as I stated, I'm not believing you getting married until I'm at the wedding, personally, like in a suit okay. with, a, with a plus one. I'm not believing you have a baby until you have the baby actually out in, t- in pictures. You seen that picture of the kid, the little kid, the African kid, not believing the white lady? That's me. To that, you. No, that's me looking at you like, okay. I'm telling you, listen, I root I root for everyone to find happiness. I'm just telling you what, I'm not going to believe it until it happens with you because we've been through this road before. Is that fair? That's fair. Why, why, why are you looking at me like that? All right. So, last topic, because we got to get up out of here soon. <sighs> Did you see? You are you back on social media yet? Mm-mm. So did you, you didn't see the mother throw the baby out the car? Mm-mm. Okay. What? 
So, this mother, this mother and father, was arguing, having a heated argument about like clothes and like support. Um, I'm telling the story since you, since you. No, I'm just listening. Yeah, clothes and support. Like the mother was kind of frustrated because he was like. She was asking like, "Where the two like like where like give me the two outfits like I I ain't got shit I ain't got shit in the house like he's like the baby's like gr- grown out of some some of the shit." Father's like, "Yo, what happened to the, like what happened to the last outfits I gave you like like what the fuck like where where's the money going like, you know he he, he said like he spent like I see you got your nails done everything did like where the, like why don't you have shit for the baby, like that that type of argument right? Father and the father's recording so the father's recording this. So, like, you see the mother, you don't necessarily see the father, but you hear the father. So, he hands the mother, like, maybe seven di- Not enough diapers to, like, really last, depending on how long. How old is the baby? Baby's still in a car seat, so I don't know how old. Front way, back way? In the back seat, front way. Okay, so we look at a toddler. Real small. I don't know. If he, I mean, I can't tell from a, a video, but baby wasn't that big, honestly. Um... You know, kind of going in and going back and forth on that type of discussion. Then, I guess the mother, fed the fuck up, or, you know, frustrated or whatever, gets in. So, like, says, like, fuck this, or whatever. Gets in and tosses tosses the baby in the car seat on the ground. Just, like, not lays it down, like, throws it, like, tosses it, like, not, like, like, tosses out, like, flings it, and just, like, zooms off. Right. The way you're looking at me is the way I looked at the visit. I'm like, oh, God. And so, the reason... Were they driving? No, no. The father... The mother was driving. They were at the... They don't... Clearly, the mother and father aren't in a relationship anymore. They don't like each other. Um, So, they're at wherever the father was staying. So, they were kind of like... Mother was picking up the kid. So, the mother was driving. Father was at his place of residence. So they strapped the baby in. Strapped the baby got in. Got to arguing. Got to arguing. She just she she gets like reached herself in, opened the car like, door. Like she literally gets out of a car, goes to where the baby is, opens the car, takes. So she was sitting in the car arguing from the window. Yes. Then gets up and says, says, "I guess in her mind says, fuck this." Gets out of a car, goes to where the baby is. Baby and baby's behind the driver's seat. Whatever. The is case the baby okay? Baby's okay, I think. Baby, I mean, we didn't get no update. We didn't get no update. But like, but tosses the baby it, with the car, like with the car. Seat. Has she been arrested? No. And here's and here's where I'm getting at. And this is why some. This is it, this is what kind of fucked my, with my head the entire week. So tosses the baby in the car seat. Like baby still in the car seat. Tosses the baby in the car seat on the ground. Oh, the, the car seat. Baby's in car seat. Luckily. Oh, right. so she tossed the whole car seat. Yes. Okay, first of all, where she get the strength of ten men from? When a, when a woman's fed up. <laughs> but technically, secondly, that's how. Okay. Yeah. Second, why has she not been arrested? And so this is, and so this is, and this is what fucked me up. It's like the word accountability, right? Like we talk about people being held accountable for their actions. Like that's something that obviously in today's society, not it doesn't always happen. Um, otherwise. Things like the, what happened to Bill Cosby wouldn't be so celebrated because it would it would be common, right? But what fuck with me is like the amount of women who were defending this mother tossing the baby out of her car, like, call, like mind you, 
what and I wish we could put social media videos videos in this podcast, but I ain't trying to pay all them fees for that shit. And I don't know how to do it yet, but like clearly it was a toxic ass relationship. Like it's like we're both like going at it. Like but Shorty tosses the baby and I've seen and and that's why I asked if you were still back on social media mm-hmm. yet. Cause that's I, exactly why I'm not. Because I saw so many women defending it. Like really? Yes. They're trash. Like, like, and and you, you know how you, you know how you feel about uh, Troll AC and how you just hate think he's like the scum of the earth. Yeah. I finally found a woman version of that, and I, it's like Lib Gal or whatever the case may be. L I she bro, cause she was like L I B G Y. Yeah. Cause she was one of the main ones. Was like basically like somehow flipped. Shorty tossing her baby out the car into why men are trash. I'm tired of group thinking. I think that's why I'm on extended break from social media. And 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 for and 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 for me, it was like it for it was it was like yo, like some of y'all. And I use the term Twitter feminist because I know real feminists, like real legitimate feminists. And I'm like, and in order to in order to kind of like make myself less ignorant on certain things, like I read Bell Hooks, I've read some of the great works, and so could try to make myself less ignorant because I knew I was ignorant on certain things. And so, compared that to, like, some of this Twitter feminism I see and some of the social media feminism, it's like, yo, like, some of, some of y'all, some of the women who are, like, subscribed to that point of thinking, legit don't take accountability for anything. And it fucks with me. Because I'm not the one to say, sit here, and I can't say with a straight face that niggas are perfect. Obviously, I can't say that. But it's like, yo, how is Shorty t- throwing her baby out the car the man's fault. And people are trying to talk about, like, she may have had postpartum depression. No, that is the first thing I thought, but... Does that mean you throw the baby out the window? No, it doesn't. Okay. But I hope she, one, was reprimanded for her actions against the baby, but two, I hope she also had a mental evaluation because that does sound like postpartum and so, depression. And so, I, and I understand that. I mean, I may not understand postpartum depression mm-hmm. because I'm never going to be able to experience mm-hmm. it. But I understand, like, ever, ever. I understand, like, that can really, really, really fuck with you to to kind of explain it crudely. But I don't think that it's, it's, that can't excuse certain things because we're not excusing anyone who who does domestic abuse if they have a mental issue. No, you're still a, a domestic abuser. Like, you can't do that and claim crazy. No, you still you still did it. And and then it kind of transitioned to a conversation about again about the same type of Twitter feminism. Fed by old girl, why father? Like niggas act like you'll die if you don't have your father in your life. Like fathers are. Fa- she said, "Father's importance in parenting is vastly overstated." Yes, and then she was like, and she, she said, "Niggas act like you'll like you'll die if you don't have your father in your life." Man, we don't need that motherfucker. I'm I mean, like, you won't die. You won't. Uh, I, I mean, I, I understand. I was raised without a father, but continue. I don't know where she's. You know. And that's and see this is why I, I just that's why I got off the internet. It Twitter's toxic. And so And it's group think toxic too. But I also need it for topics sometimes. So I guess I gotta kinda of stay on it because I gotta figure out Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Maybe you know, everybody should take a break from Twitter. And just close Twitter down? Yeah. Jake Dor- Jack Dorsey is a white supremacist anyway, so maybe we all just need to log off. But, and so, that's why I kind of, it was one of those things where it's like, 
I think, you know, everyone has an epiphany moment. And my epiphany moment, that was it for that. I was like, yo, some of y'all will truly, and I say this, now I don't say, I somewhat joke about you hating men, but some of these motherfuckers really hate men. And they, they the hatred for it skews their mind so much that they can't take accountability for shit. And, and a lot of them lean on like that lib gal because she has a man. So for her, she's like, I think this way and my man don't care about, but fuck him. I would break up with him if I don't care. And it's, or if, like if he, if he gave a fuck, I'd break up with him. Like whatever. But I'm starting to realize a lot of activism, especially when it comes, never mind. Mm, not going to go there yet. Check back with me next week. Maybe I can make that as a pointed discussion. Yes. Um, and so. It was, and I think it's one of those things where it's like, I have to, me personally, I think, and a lot of men have to, we have to do a better job of separating that type of activism and feminism. Or, That's you know, not activism, nor is that feminism, though. In their, in, but, like, we have to separate that type of thing. Oh, what you're saying is seeing that and recognizing that it's not the... The, the proper okay i'm trying to explain this because i know exactly what you're saying but i need them to know Words what i'm saying <laughs> i need them to know what i'm saying because otherwise they, they start coming to my mentions um understanding that that type of think is not indicative of the whole and especially not indicative of the way the majority of feminists think and so when people see that type of think and then they, they kind of like, oh, this is why feminism is trash. Like, like kind of hurt. That's not really feminism. That's that's some toxic ass facsimile of it. You And so that's the same way. And, 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 and for the niggas like me who don't want to be judged by our toxic facsimiles of like, Niggas just saying wild shit. We have to give that same credence and that same leeway of on the other side. I've always been about equal energy, equal like everything. I've always been about that. So if we want, if we want people to not judge us by our worst, we can't judge we can't judge others by their worst either. Um, and that's kind of my point on that. But it was just like that shit kind of that shit really fuck with me. I was like, yo, y'all motherfuckers are crazy. Like legitimately, like y'all have lost. All y'all fucking marbles to, to try to justify that as something that's okay. And I and I was looking at it like, what if the roles were reversed? Like, if a nigga flung his baby out the car seat and then no matter what happened, he would rightfully be like judged and like talked about and like like crucified for that because it's wrong. But you know what's wild? What's wild? We're bearing witness to America's, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I want to help you, but you, I, I need more. It's a dying dynasty, but what's the word I'm looking for? Um, decline? Yes. It's okay. Say America's decline of just in general or what? In general. Well. Everything about it. Well, all dynasties die. Every yeah, di- every, but it's, every like, now it's just America's turn. It's just we're bearing witness to it. Like, who would have thought we've been alive while it's happening? Uh, no, I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet that said, like, if you told so, if you if you told somebody from the '80s that Bill Cosby would be in jail and Donald Trump would be the president, they would look at you like you're fucking crazy. And look, Bill Cosby's <laughs> going to jail, and Donald Trump is fucking 
fucking president Kavanaugh. And yeah, and so. So on and so forth. So I'm saying we need more women in power. Not that girl from Twitter, but more women. You know. I'm all for. I'm all like for more. Swift pivot. I'm all for. I'm all for more rational thinkers. Like who? I'm all for more rational thinkers, and I think that we need more black women in power. Also, um, I know we try to stay away from being political, but if you niggas ain't registered to vote, the, the, we're recording this on National Voter Registration Day. If you niggas ain't registered to vote, do so. Because um, all of this, like, I'm a huge. I'm like, we can complain, we can talk shit all you want, but like, look, act at least do something. Do something, and I know a lot of people feel like their vote doesn't make a difference. Like at the end of the day, yes, it does. It does make a difference. But if you think that vote is not doing enough to make an event a difference, then you need to do something more than just get on whatever platform you decide and complain. You need to be the one that's in the streets making whatever difference you want to see in this world. You can't just sit there and say it doesn't matter and then be a participant in it not mattering. You make it matter. And truth be told, and here's why I say every vote matters, because, again, we try not to get political, but sometimes you can't avoid it. Please go vote. Y'all president won by 80,000 votes in three states. That was the margin of victory as far as the Electoral College. 80,000 votes over the course of three states. So an average of less than 30,000 votes per state got that man elected. And one final thing, and then we'll start wrapping up for real, for real, is I just want people to have more dichotomy of thought. Yes, the the judicial system is biased, and it's especially biased to people of color and African-Americans. I understand that. But Bill Cosby should still be in jail. No matter who else is in jail or who else is not in jail, Bill Cosby should be in jail because of all the fucked up, tragic things he did to those women. Yes, I know the other people accused of saying things aren't in jail because they're white and white privilege is still a thing. Harvey Weinstein ain't in jail. Matt Lauer ain't in jail. Shit, Donald Trump's the president. Kavanaugh is about to be elected as appointed uh, as Supreme Jesus Supreme Cus Justice. I understand that. That doesn't mean Bill Cosby should not be in jail. And I, I, I don't want us to think that true freedom and equality is getting away with the same fuck shit that everyone else gets away with. True freedom and equality is being able to do the same good shit without having to jump through hoops to do so. And that, that applies for racism, sexism, gender bias, misogyny, misogynoir, all of those things. True freedom is not getting away with the same fuck shit that everyone else gets away with. I don't think that's true. That's not true freedom. That's not true equality to get away with the same fuck shit. It's to be able to do the same good shit without having to jump through the hoops in order to do it. But that's just me. Any final thoughts, Stephanie? No, you said it all. All right. Again, Natalie, appreciate you coming out. Um, appreciate you coming. You know, we always appreciate everyone who supports us. Uh, follow us on t- Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All of those names are in the description below. If you have a question, email us at the email, shootyourshotpod at gmail.com. Also in the description below. We appreciate all the support. This is episode 47, if I'm counting correctly. We appreciate all of you. Calvin, Stephanie. Hey, don't make me have to to agree with men, okay? Just don't be that woman that makes me have to agree with a man. We almost got through. We almost got through it without you saying some 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 shit. But you know, it is what it is. Um, again, signing out. We appreciate all the support. Thank you and good night.
A second shift production.